undress now or what, what's the rule after after got it yeah yeah <laughs> you know a lot of people speculate that i sleep with everyone that's on the podcast yeah, i couldn't and... tell if it was pre or post coital glow <laughs> that they are bathed in all right both ah, no that's podcast horrible. is exactly your recovery time <laughs> actually yeah it's usually <laughs> it depends though you know because there's this they did tests with uh, hamsters okay. where they brought in a female to a hamster and then it, the hamster had sex it waited for like a few hours had sex again and then went to bed mm-hmm. and then they brought they took the same hamster the next day brought him a female and then he had sex, he was done, brought him a new female. He had sex, he was done, brought him a new one. And they just keep bringing females till he basically had a heart attack. Well, no. And died, yeah. So the time can be shortened quite a bit if it's a new new female. New female, yeah. Somehow I don't think that'll work for us. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to say anything about testing it or having any <laughs> proof. But so ah, um, we can get into that later. You're going to go by Rick. 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 That is my real name. <laughs> okay. Let's see. I feel like it's a bit... There you go. And so, Rick. How? <laughs> it's uh, it's interesting having you on because I believe this is going to be the first episode with a guy in it. Score. <laughs> well... I had to turn him. <laughs> give it a minute. <laughs> uh, you said you kind of started to swing more one way, but also you... You had this thing you said about a hole. <laughs> um, a hole is a hole. Yeah. It's, it's a terrible thing to say, but it's, it's still true. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess it depends what you're talking about. But <laughs> so it, from your perspective, you're kind of all, all over. My perspective is um, I think the kids are calling it homoflexible these days. Homoflexible. Yeah. It's the side part to heteroflexible. Um yeah, so heteroflexible would be you're into girls, but we'll occasionally fuck a dude if one comes your way. Okay. Well, like the hamster in your scenario, if, you know, give him a bunch of checks and suddenly put another dude hamster in there, he's like, well, mm. might as well. That would be heteroflexible. Sort of like the 70s where... Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, yeah, dude yeah, yeah. might fall in, who knows? Yeah, pretty much. Like, yeah. why, why say no to an opportunity? Okay, but you don't specifically seek out... If I'm seeking out, I'm seeking out a dude. Oh. Al is regretting his choices automatically. <laughs> I'm slowly moving closer and closer. Uh, okay, and there's like two straight dudes that listen to this. <laughs> it's mostly women, which I'm very thankful for and to, really? very surprised. Yeah, yeah. I recently asked why, and all of them were like, "Well, we matched on Tinder, so I kind of kind of have to." And I was like, oh, "That makes sense." So basically, you're all, the audience for this is all Val's Tinder matches. <laughs> all right, freeway, great. <laughs> <laughs> right, so how? To the two straight dudes that are listening, how <laughs> long have you known and how long has this been a thing for you? Yeah, um, I mean, no one, nobody assumes that they're gay. Everyone assumes that they're straight growing up. Oh, really? Don't you think? I well, don't know. You have no opinion and then yeah. you assume you're normal, right? Is that right. how it works? Uh, yeah, for a while I assumed that. Uh, and I remember accidentally I walked onto this like softcore gay porn site, mm. totally just typed the wrong URL and kept going back to it over like you know oh, okay yeah just again again wanting to see more of it mm-hmm. and at some point this is in like middle school i realized you know i've never actually looked at straight porn i keep going to the dude stuff oh, oh i see how it is so when was the first time you actually watched porn um i want to say middle school does that seem right this is a while ago it's like 12 or 13 ish that's not accurate 
Uh-huh. I, I think it was about the same for me. Maybe yeah. like 11 even, 11, 12. Yeah. But I stumbled on it. By yeah, exactly. You so, accidentally like get yeah. a point sign. You're like, what's this? I mm. want to see more. Okay. So you just kind of... Yeah. At some of... point I realized like, okay, this, if I keep going to like gay porn sites and have never had any desire to look at straight porn sites, there's, there's probably a reason for it. Right. Yeah. Did you feel a certain way about this or was that just... Like, oh, I guess it is how it is. It is what it is. Oh, slightly disappointed, I guess. But oh. but on the other hand, it's been quite... Let's put it this way. It's a lot easier to get laid if you're if you're a guy who likes guys. That's what I thought. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. Come on. I, I keep saying I wish I was bi, because then it would have been... Well, tonight's your lucky night, huh? <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> no, there's comedy. We don't have time. <laughs> That's why you put it on today, didn't you? Oh, no, you're right. Yeah, uh, I, I'm going to have my roommates knock on the door in about 15 minutes, check in. Um, so you were a little bit disappointed over mm-hmm. it? Maybe this is, I don't know, I mean, like, it's an inconvenience, you know? How so? Well, you can't have biological offspring. Uh, the dating pool is much smaller, or the, the fucking pool is smaller. I can't imagine how many people I would have fucked if I was straight. Just, like, so many more people, like, God mm-hmm. only knows what trouble I would have gone into. Because <laughs> initially you said you are you would go for girls, but then if a guy falls in... Oh, I think you misheard me. Oh, the, you, other you, the other way around. Yeah. You go for guys, but if a girl falls in, that's fine. And so... Right. Uh, I don't say no. I, yeah. I, I am a people pleaser. You're a yes guy. Yeah. 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 Um, yes guy. Yes man has different connotations. But I mean, I, I don't turn down, you know, if my dick can make someone happy, who am I yeah. to turn... Who am I to say no? So you get aroused by either gender? Um, girl's body does nothing for me. But... Oh. Yeah, nothing. But, um... The scenario is fun, you know, being desired is awesome, like, and you know, someone looks at me with, like, lust and hunger or whatever, like, that's that's a fucking turn on, isn't it? <laughs> I've had scenarios where s- someone did do that, and no, it's not, I mean... It, it By scenarios, he means right now. <laughs> <laughs> not just, I... I, <laughs> I I'm a pretty good wingman, as, <laughs> so, but sometimes I'm just, I'm, I'm not that good of a wingman. <laughs> so, oh, I see, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of things. Um, there's a porn, uh, I feel like everyone on your podcast will bring up some unusual porn genre, so I'll, I'll do that today. That'd have be you, cool, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're collecting them. Yeah, sure. Uh, have you heard of clothed female nude male? C-F-N-N? No. Yeah, I'm not sure who the, I think the audience for this is probably mostly gay dudes and maybe women, but it's, the women are going to be clothed and the dude's going to be naked, and usually the women are dominating the dude in some kind of format. There's many permutations of this but right. i think it's a cool scenario i don't know maybe it's a little feminist of me i guess but, but yeah. i think it's a, it's a fun scenario and the dudes are always hot so i don't know i find that enjoyable to look into that yeah i mean you know how they all say like oh are you really straight if mm-hmm. you uh when you watch porn you gotta make sure the guy's hot or right like, the guy's yeah. dick looks not- i mean and i totally relate like i have i can't watch porn if the guy's dick looks weird or right, not, right. when it i say you of your own dick yeah when yeah, i say yeah. weird it has to look like mine cuz you know i can put my mind so small and hairless good basically yeah, yeah. and slightly bent to the left but yeah. and also circumcised which makes it even smaller uh, <laughs> yeah there's not that many porn stars with that no, well damn. porn stars i'm going for the niche guys at this point i mean i'm so excited i've never had a complaint about size yeah maybe some, you just you just started with less that's all some were lucky uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah there is some preference which i think it's not really that black and white but also but at the same time you've never felt like 
curiosity. I've okay. So when so when I was uh, eighteen, I moved to Canada, and mm-hmm. a year before that, I started working out. So I got really into my own physique and uh, looking up certain exercises to work on a certain body part. Uh-huh. And around that time, I kind of started noticing guys. And especially guys that worked out yeah. and appreciate it. And then I was like, hmm, maybe, maybe there's something there. I think I watched porn and it was like two guys, a girl. There's a, there's a, fuck, what's her name? Um, <laughs> there's a Korean porn star. What is her name? Um, hmm. Lil Ray Black or something like oh, that. Oh, that one. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I was looking, I was just watching her stuff and she has... Some videos where it's just two uh, bi dudes, I think, okay. and they it's like a threesome, nice switcheroo thingy. And I watched it and I was like, yeah, it's not doesn't really do anything to me. Like she's hot, but yeah, the guys don't really do anything. Right. Yeah. So, so I would like that scenario just because it's kind of like, well, here's my perspective. Like I would use the girl to get to the guy. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's. I think that's why I wouldn't have a threesome with a dude. <laughs> I mean, the dude doesn't have to do anything to you. It could just but be no, taking turns. But if if the girl blows the dude and I'm making out with the girl, it's a bit <laughs> like sure, it's skin on whatever. It doesn't really matter. Blah blah blah. Yeah, if you fuck a dude and eat her out, you're not blowing yourself, you know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it's just the social conditioning of growing up in Eastern Europe, where yeah, that's why I don't dance dance well like i never got into dancing because boys were being made fun of for for doing any sort of dance but like break dancing yeah (laughs) and then i was not i was not a good break dancer so i was like oh i guess i'm not a dancer and it was cool when i moved to canada because i could just say oh i don't dance i'm white and people are like oh okay (laughs) makes sense (laughs) but uh yeah i think after moving and especially after doing stand-up i kind of been a little more like exploring certain aspects of it that I kind of denied because I was like, oh, I don't want to be perceived as this or that. Not just sexuality wise, but culturally and all that stuff. There are benefits to um to like a what do you call the devil's threesome, uh, two dudes and one girl. Oh, what is that? Uh, well, think of it this way: if you're, and I can tell you this from experience, but if uh, one dude gets tired, you can literally you know tap out, and the other one will take your place. Yeah, but then you're still watching a dude fuck a girl. Isn't that what you do when you watch porn? You get your own show with, you know, people that you know, which I think makes it better. You can, you know, it's like an interactive porn. You can, like, hold on, pause, my turn. Hmm. So that's another thing why I was excited to have you on the podcast, because you're, you don't come off as it, but you're a dirty fucker. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you, you told me once that you prefer... You go for quantity, and, <laughs> and when you say it's not, <laughs> it's it's bizarre quantity from what uh, at this point what I got. Like you're, I, I, you're really I've lost into... count a long time ago. Oh, you mean in terms of in the same room? Yeah, that too. Yeah. So, do you go to sex parties, or yeah. how does that usually? Oh yeah. oh yeah, I mean, before I moved here, at least, uh, yeah. there's not as many. Well, let's see. In college, I went to my first like it wasn't even a sex party; it was a naked party mm-hmm. where normal party like normal 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 just no clothing oh yeah how'd you first so that was the first kind of exposure to something like that yeah uh just a friend invited me to one of these and yeah first thing you do you go through the door and then this open the door and then this is like nice girl with right his, you know i'm sure you would love it uh anyway she goes and there's a bedroom everyone just leaves their clothes there and then you're allowed to join the party and otherwise it's normal you know people just discuss you know politics or whatever there's food uh just nobody's wearing any clothing right i can't imagine that happening now with 
With COVID? With PC culture and all that. Why not? There might be a lot of more paperwork or something, but... <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess just that. Well, here's the thing. Like, it's... You remember, everyone is naked. Everyone mm-hmm. is equally vulnerable. Everyone is equally exposed. It's not like you can, you know, do something to someone and not get, like... Dick slap. <laughs> thing more like a swift kick in the nuts or something. But yeah, yeah, yeah. No, every one of these things is super respectful. Yeah. And it's surprisingly not aroused. Oh, I... This is what I think a lot of people think, especially dudes. They think, I can't really go to a naked party. I'll just have a boner the whole time. No, no I... You won't. I talked about this before, but I worked at... Um... I bartended at Bachelorette's, and mm-hmm. all I was wearing was, uh, like, the cuffs, uh, bow tie, and uh, apron, no underwear. Oh, fuck. So I was naked and, well, not na- naked under the apron. You got and, that costume here? <laughs> yeah, I do, but there's also, like, a, the bottom left, bottom, bottom left. This one. This oh, one, yeah, so I'm just wearing the apron. Huh? Oh, I'm wearing the bow tie in that one, and okay. you can't really see the apron. Oh, okay. But, um... Someone reaching underneath? <laughs> <laughs> no, the the bride's uh, mom was like trying to shove a pony up my ass. Nice, but good mom. I've never, I've only had one, and that's actually the only party where I've um, started to get a boner. Yeah. And I've worked like hundreds of bachelorettes, and it was all like drunk girls having fun. Well, your life sounds awesome. But... Yeah, well, it was exciting, but for me, I don't know. Like, I'm pretty. I think I'm pretty serious when it comes to work. Mm. So in my mind, I'm like, this is work. Right. It's fun to work here, but this is work. So right. I'm I'm very professional when it comes to like I worked in a nightclub and same thing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why. I think it's just no, you know, s- scenario setting all is kind of important. Like you know, at these nude parties, why no one's aroused because it's a party. Yeah. It's not a sex party. Yeah. Now if it's a sex party, that's something different. Well, I've been hit on. Yeah. Relentlessly. I'm sure. But uh, I was still not really because to me, yeah, it was like a, it was a job. Yeah. It was yeah. A, a party, so I wasn't getting. But that one party, this girl came up. This. <laughs> The girl that's showing her ass in that picture. Uh-huh. She came up to me. She started flirting with me as I was making her a drink. I I felt arousal. And I was uh-huh. like, oh, no. This is not happening now. I was like, all right, I, I got to go. <laughs> I gotta, I, the the, the bride-to-be is waiting for her drink. And just left, yeah. And then I later found out she was married. So I was like, good. <laughs> good thing. Oh, but... you're so ethical. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, I think I've outgrown certain <laughs> aspects of my personality that were there before. All right, so that's parties. Have you ever been to, like, a proper sex party? I have not. Interested. Is it something that strikes your curiosity? I don't know if I'd want to necessarily partake. I'd, I'd want to, take like, take a look and see what that scene is like. I mean, you, you, could, you could observe. Mm-hmm. It's not fight club. You don't have to. <laughs> for, for you don't have to fight. Yeah. yeah. The uh, first and second rules are still the same. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it could be. It could be interesting for sure. Um, so you got into the scene through that, and you're like, well, well, "This is so, interesting." So I, I really liked the naked parties. I just always like. I don't know. I guess I'm an exhibitionist. I, I don't like to wear clothes. I like showing off. Yeah, I've got it. I flaunt it. Good. But um, I got it. <laughs> Okay, so that's the guy with the with all these photos of his yeah. abs everywhere. Barely, like two. Okay, yeah, the ones where your ass is showing, your abs are not showing. Got it, got it. I I see how how he does it. This is for me. It's literally so I can masturbate to something before bed. Anyhow, <laughs> uh... <laughs> yeah, if I had these on my bed, I'd masturbate to them too. <laughs> anyway, so, so, so yeah. I started. So left college, um, and nobody was inviting me to naked parties anymore because mm-hmm. it was a different crew. And I was like, well, wait a minute. 
I don't need to be invited. I got in my own suite apartment. I could just do these myself. Oh. So I started hosting uh, Naked Parties. And I don't know, maybe it's just because Cinderella is so much into the zeitgeist, but after midnight, it always transformed into a sex party. So how would it start? Would people just slowly start making out? And... Yeah, I think so. Just yeah. around midnight. Uh, and eventually, you know, still naked party intimidates a lot of people because yeah. they don't want to be naked. Uh, so at this point, it was me and um, a girl that I was living with. Uh, we were just roommates and both like-minded in terms of mm-hmm. our uh, tastes. Do you so... guys have sex together? Eventually, but yeah. um, that, that that took a while. Yeah. Mm. But before that, uh, uh, we, we just had an interest in getting our friends to come over and get undressed. Yeah. That was just our hobby. It was like, all right, which of our hot friends can we bring over here and, oh, interesting. and um, expand their minds a bit? Yeah. Uh, the answer is quite a few. Yeah. yeah, we would just throw parties where there's some kind of like theme that encourages costumes. Like, that usually works. Um, uh, you've been in the Americas long enough, you know, if there's a costume party, girls usually wear as little as possible. Um, Absolutely, yeah. And then fit dudes also generally wear as little as possible. Yeah. Case, really. case in point. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, and then just things always sort of escalate. Hmm. What if the party didn't escalate? I mean, it's still fun, but always did. Always. So did you kind of have some sort of influence on <laughs> sure. the escalation? Sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a strategy. Uh, oh. Just, well, the same strategy is simple. If Well, you, you just need naked people. Now, if there's one naked person in a party... It's a weirdo. But if there's two naked people in a party, it's the start of a movement. <laughs> You're a revolutionary. <laughs> well, one night at like, a time. You're yeah. like an exhibitionist Che Guevara. <laughs> <laughs> you look like one. Oh, thank you. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. And... But yeah, so, so I, you know, all I needed was a compatriot to, you know, because I can always be counted on to undress. You don't need to ask me twice, but right. I will never be the only naked person in the party. That's weird. Weird. Yeah. yeah, so I will always, if as long as I can find someone else who, you know, count of three, one, two, boom, mm-hmm. all gone, um, very quickly we will not be the only two. Very quickly be a lot of people. And, um, you know, you provide whatever tools and rooms are necessary for people and yeah. uh, things will happen. Huh. Uh, My apartment here is very small. Otherwise, I would have, one, already hosted a party, two, you would have been invited to all of them. <laughs> I appreciate it, yeah. What's it been like? living here compared to back in the states yeah okay so again my apartment's tiny and i like my apartment i like the location i like the really really dirt cheap rent the only reason i would move is to have a place where i could throw parties and they don't just have to be sexy parties i like parties i like parties are awesome yeah so that's been a problem uh also yeah so i've been to oh you've obviously well eastern europe is not really the same as other parts of europe um now it's changed but there. I don't know about in the States, but in Europe, you have proper, like, sex clubs mm-hmm. where, and especially gay clubs, those are right. everywhere. Well, everywhere where they're illegal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and they got some of those in Taiwan, too, by the way. I've heard, yeah. You've heard? I actually, uh, <laughs> uh, this girl I went on a date with, she was, like, her best friend's boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, I'm from Canada. And she was like, oh, my best friend's boyfriend is from Canada, too. And it was actually... And then she was like... Uh, <laughs> no, it wasn't me. <laughs> she was like, <laughs> no. And she was like, oh, uh, they're kind of, it's not going too well, but he wanted to have a threesome. And she doesn't have a threesome. And I'm like, classic Canadian guy. So she invited him to the sex club. Right. And he couldn't get hard. Aww. Yeah, and that's that's what I said. Aw. And I was like, what's, uh, what's the guy's name? And she was like... Okay, so, and what does he do? And she's like, well, he, uh, <laughs> and I was like, so there's, uh, 
This is kind of in, ta- in Taipei, uh-huh. but couldn't get hard. I'm, I'll bleep this out. <laughs> <laughs> can, you're like, is he doxing this guy? <laughs> no, I'll bleep this out. They couldn't get hard at a sex party. And, and, like and, Dorkel. <laughs> and, and, yeah, and ever since then, if I meet someone uh-huh. and they're like, hey, I'm, I'm from Canada too, I'm like, they're like, no, I'm like, oh, damn it. Yeah. Please. You want to meet this guy, you can't get hard in a sex party. No, I, a sex club. imagine someone comes up to you and tells you a story like that mm. about you. You'll be like, how the fuck do you know? I'll cut most of this up. Yeah, probably. <laughs> You'll cut all, all the wonderful jokes I make about your tiny dick are cut. It's going to be terrible. It's no, like half mostly. Yeah. <laughs> I like to surprise people. <laughs> yeah, every time you take off your pants, it's a surprise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, what? So the D Where stands is for. Yeah. Now has sex, the girl, get, all she feels is the disappointment. <laughs> that's why That's why my my last name starts with a big D. Ah. To compensate, to compensate for the small one. Anyways, hey. um, what was the biggest difference besides the apartment in terms of like the sex scene or whatever, however you'd refer to that? Well, I mean, like I feel, I don't know. I think here in Taiwan, people are a little bit more conservative. Um, but then again, I never really looked for sex clubs in the States. So mm. I don't actually know if people in the States are any better. Uh, maybe in like... Are they, so is it the same? I can tell you in Europe, doors? there's a shit ton of sex clubs. Um, yeah. But... Uh, I don't know if in America they have them. So I actually don't know. If, I know uh, they have them in Vancouver. Yeah, Vancouver, obviously. But yeah. Straight sex clubs too or just gay ones? I think, I think one or two straight ones, but it's very exclusive and very like... And I really want to... I know that... I've heard that there are some like interesting parties here, but mm-hmm. I'm not on the guest list. I don't even know who to ask. Mm. I've met some girls that were like, oh, I'm going to this party at this penthouse and what kind of party at the penthouse like ah you know like the ambassador of whatever is going to be there and and it just ends up being four or five dudes in their 50s with like seven or eight or more girls in their early 20s yeah i'm guessing there's nothing there for you unless you're a yeah. reporter for another country yeah enemy. that's yeah, what yeah, i was yeah. saying then i was like ah, oh, i guess i'm not going there unless i'm willing to do something with an ambassador hmm Hey, if there's a story. She's it's a like... hot lady in her fifties. I'll oh, go yeah, that's home. Right. Somewhere from Colombia, maybe. Good point. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, we're in Taiwan, so we're looking at Guatemala, Paraguay, Paraguay. No, uh, El Salvador or Nicaragua. One of them could be good, but I'm pretty sure they're all men. <laughs> Possibly. Yeah. Do you partake in the gay scene in Taipei? Because everyone says it's such a yeah, sure, it's huge here, scene. but it's not my thing. Uh, I never really partake in the gay scene anywhere, mm. which is one reason why, you know, and, and like how you were super surprised to learn that I prefer dudes because mm-hmm. I do not come off as gay in the slightest. Does that hurt your chances with guys? Or... I think so, because I think if, if there is another gay guy in the room, they're not going to automatically start hitting on me mm. uh, unless they really like this. But, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm sorry. I'm laughing because of the way you, you showed not because there's nothing. The hand emotions. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very artistic. And, um... <laughs> Um, so so it does um, surprise people. I, ironically, it does make it easier for me to hook up with, let's say, bi-curious guys, mm. who many don't want to be with, like, flamboyantly gay dude, but another bro. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know why this cracks me up. Okay. Um... It's a nervous laughter. I, I'm pretty you can, sure. You can feel his sexuality changing <laughs> the longer I spend yeah. on his bed. Yeah, this one's going to be a shorter podcast, guys and gals. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm doing this quick questions thing. Ooh. Um, I have some quick questions. They're this or that questions. 
Uh, it's only 20. Right. Um, I'm going to go through them, and you basically pick the first one that speaks to you. Hmm. All right? All right. Okay. Uh, well, whenever you're ready. Ready. Dogs or cats? Oh, fuck. Let's <laughs> just go with cats. Top or bottom? <laughs> Top. Red wine or white? White. Give or receive? Yeah. Give. Beach or mountains? Beach. Thick or long? Thick. Pencil or pen? Pen. Licking or biting? Jesus. <laughs> I can see a pattern here. Uh, I'm going with biting. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Tongue or no tongue? Tongue. Veggies or fruits? Fruits. <laughs> Spit or swallow? Swallow. Eat in or out? Eat out. Fingers or toys? Fingers. Car or bike? Bike. Cuddles or sex? Why not both? <laughs> Skirts or shorts? Shorts. Better sex or better partner? Whoa. Better partner. Makeup or no makeup? No makeup. Two girls, one guy. Two guys, one girl. <laughs> we should add three guys. <laughs> Why not? What's my record like? Seven, nine people in one bed? Woof. Yeah, <laughs> my bed's not big enough. No. No. Um, I guess for the last one, it wouldn't be two girls, one guy. It would be... Two guys, one guy? Two two guys, one guy? <laughs> two, guy two guys, one girl is also... Which would I like more? They're all yeah. fun in their own way. Um, it really depends on the person or who, who the other people are. How do you normally find your partners? Uh, I don't know. I mean, if it's just another dude, that's easy. There's websites, you know, apps for that. Oh, and also that was the end of yeah. the question. Just more. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Like, <laughs> yeah. I can see how they designed that. Well, no, I actually... So I... Hmm. Oh, you invented it? Uh-huh. I wrote it, yeah. But one of the one of the comedians suggested the quick questions, but it was slightly altered. Yeah, I'm just thinking of uh, what was the name of the quiz from Inside the Actors Studio. Anyway, you are not the guy who invented that quiz. No. Too bad that I can't make that reference land. No, it's a I very know. good one. The joke would have been wonderful if it wasn't so esoteric. Uh, what were we talking about? Right. How do I how find you, partners? Yeah. yeah I, if I just want to find another dude, which I don't even need that often, but like maybe once a month, I'll be like, eh, I want to. Fuck something that is in my hand. Uh, yeah. But, uh... <laughs> a hole is a hole. But yeah, and then I can go into an app and find someone relatively easily. Do you keep seeing the same people? Oh, yeah. Always the same people. Okay. Or, or, or I mean... Oh, sorry. On the apps, it's always the same faces. I thought you right. meant, do I... No, um, do you... Con- like, do you have... Regulars. Fuck buddies, regulars, whatever? Yeah, but... Um, I'm really going... more of a novelty-seeking kind of guy. So I'm mostly mm. just looking for someone different every time. Because, you know, every time you can get with someone new, it's... You know, it's like finding a, a new porn star. I was going to say, like, I'm, I feel so bad. When you said, oh, it's the same faces on the app, I can kind of relate because um, there's this there's this girl on Tinder that's been super liking me for mm. the last eight months, and I keep swiping left. Ouch. Is she just not attractive? She's all right, a little bit bubbly, but it's just not my style. Okay. And I think in her bio, she, she comes off as a very... Cuckoo? No, no, not crazy. If crazy, I'd be like, let's go. Um, no, she, she comes off more as a like a restrained kind of librarian type girl. Those are the naughtiest. I know, but also I'm like, uh... And then every time I swipe and I see that she's super like me, I'm like, mm, no, this is like the fourth time. <laughs> Sorry. Just give it to her and, and get just, it over with. Uh, I probably, I might by, by the end of... Invite me, I'll help you to... to... I'll distract her. I'll distract her. Yeah, I'm sure. So, <laughs> but also, like, it's funny seeing the same 
uh, I've had some some girls that I matched with uh, when I just got to Taiwan, and there would be their profile would be like, "I'm looking for a relationship," and yeah. then I've been swiping for like a year essentially on and off, and I'm seeing the same girls that look for a relationship. I'm like, "There's some going on there." Yeah, maybe they haven't found it. Maybe or I'm curious know. what it's like. Um, yeah, what, what what's it like finding girls on these apps? Because I, you know, with the gay apps, it's very obvious. Most people are there for sex. It's like yeah. if I'm on, I want to find someone for tonight and then never talk to you again. I've only had a few times where oh, we're just meeting to have sex. Let's go have sex. Right. Um, every now and then, I'll, I'll be like, oh, we ended up at my place really quick, <laughs> and then I look at their profile and it's like looking for something casual, and I'm like, oh, right. that's why. But it was okay. never. Only a few times is normally you, have to, you up to you down to fuck tonight from the girl because uh-huh. I don't usually do that. I think no, I imagine girls don't like that. No, uh, and also I I'm not that kind of guy. I prefer to kind of you know it's more exciting for me. If, All right, yeah. So t- so I guess this was a question I want to ask you is why do you date? Uh, mostly as a I mean it started as a distraction, especially before the podcast. Oh God, I was just I don't know. I was here. It was COVID. And I figured, uh, yeah, mostly, mostly as a distraction. Plus, I like I love having sex. Right. I like talking to people. I like meeting people, and that's how the podcast basically evolved. Like, I'd go on a date, and I'd have right an excuse to bring him to your bed. No, 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 no. Um, Something to do after the sex. Go. No, 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 no. Uh, it was mostly um, I would talk, but every now and then I'd have a very interesting chat. And I'm like, oh, it would be cool if someone heard this. <laughs> or I would just run my new jokes. <laughs> but you tell me you Obviously, there's yeah. attraction, so they would laugh. And I'm like, oh, I wish someone heard this. But then I do the same joke on stage and it bombs. And I'm like, well... See, someone laughed. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, if, if only there is a They're trying to get way. you to shut up so they could sleep with you. I hate to break it to you. Yeah, I know. You're not funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank you and that's where i was like why don't i just record this and yeah in a lot of cases it starts off awkward and then you can kind of i believe in a few episodes you can kind of feel tension and slow build up of some sort of energy or whatever um will they or won't they they will (laughs) mostly they won't stop (laughs) I was kidding about it. A lot of the people on my podcast are friends that I never seen naked. Well, there's a and good... some are friends that I have seen naked. Uh-huh. Which, yeah. Uh, but have they seen you naked? No, because it's usually from behind. And, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, I just thought, oh, um, it would be cool if people heard this conversation. Or, oh, it would be cool if people like heard that back and forth yeah. it'd be an interesting experience and also a lot of the world wasn't dating at the time because right. we've been lucky here with no covid for a while and even with this lockdown we're back to opening up and it's been two months yeah of flying yeah. the curve yeah of uh vanilla lockdown yeah and but i think are you saying that this dating thing is new for you a covid thing like you didn't date back in canada or in your travels i have started so I broke up with uh, one of my girlfriends. One of your girlfriends? Now, were they simultaneous? Or? <laughs> no, I mean, like, not the Monday, most recent Tuesday, mo- not the most recent ex, but uh, one of my exes. Got it. Uh, once I finished uni, because I moved away, and I was like, well, this is not going to work. Mm-hmm. And um, that's when I got on Tinder, and it was... <laughs> 
It was just... Where were you finding them before? Smoke signals? No, I was just... I was busy with school. I was focused on work and working out. You were lifting. Yeah, lifting so much you don't have time to be with with chicks. Yeah, and I didn't even feel that way. But I think, like, after university, because once you get into the working world, I, I guess I felt a bit lonely. And then I just broke up. So I was like, why not give Tinder a try? Hmm. And then that's where I met uh, my most recent uh, girl that I kind of sort of dating and traveling together. So when I traveled, I didn't really of course, yeah. do that because you didn't need to. Yeah, but here, I guess it was mostly, like I said, like a distraction at mm. first. When I ended up staying in Taiwan, my only options for work was I either find an engineering job or a teaching job. And I didn't want to do engineering because... Nerd. <laughs> Because I haven't worked in engineering in a while, and I thought there's no way I'm going to get an engineering job in Taiwan. And uh, but teaching is pretty straightforward, and I actually wanted to teach. But spending the whole day with kids, mm. and then the nights with drunk dudes at the comedy club, uh-huh. I was like, I need to meet people. So Tinder was right, yeah, right. Someone who's not a dude and not a child. Both of those remind them of you. Yeah, I feel like if I hit on you, my the next podcast will be with Chris Hansen. Like, I see. <laughs> Yeah, I'm a, I'm a baby faced over there. Baby, I'm not that baby faced. I have a little bit of a stubble going right now. Oh, please. The Russian Olympics team, the women's Olympics team is more stubble than you do. <laughs> Shh, that's how they got caught for, for road use. <laughs> and maybe I should hit up some roids. Um, how, how, yeah, maybe you'll grow a body hair. Uh, a body hair. I have. Start with one. I have four chest hairs, okay? It's, I'm not going to show them to you. <laughs> this Would is, I even be able to see them? That this is how like... it starts. Oh, yeah, do you show them to you? No, never mind. I'm not even interested. Um, Four is not enough. <laughs> I've had... I, I, I prefer a manlier body. I have... So when I was 23, I remember I, I went... I used to uh, just meet girls on the street. Like, I would just go to my Those thing. are called prostitutes. Sorry, no, go ahead. I wouldn't pay. Mm. Well, they wanted me to be, but I wouldn't be. No, <laughs> no, no. Uh, like I would just go about my business, and I'd see someone attractive, whatever. I'd come up and right. chat them up. Uh, now, this is on your way back from work, where you're just wearing the bow tie, the cuffs, and the. the different, right? <laughs> sometimes, sometimes yeah. not. But I met this girl, and she was—I remember three or four years older than me. Mm-hmm. Like she was twenty-seven, I was twenty-three. Wow, wow. great yeah. yeah, yeah, and and she was—I I remember we're undressing to. No, it was after. It was like post com clarity. You were she, undressing after you. Came? No, 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 no. I, I was, I, I was confusing. Okay, so got it. Yeah, it yeah. was. It, I thought it was before, but it was after sex. Right. And she was like, "I don't usually do sex. Do sex. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, totally real story. Uh, I don't usually have sex with guys younger than me." And uh-huh. then she was like, "Oh my god, you don't even have any chest there." <laughs> and I was like. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I have a little bit of stubble. She's like, no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> I like this girl. Yeah, yeah. I I think her name was Mary. I wrote her name down as Bloody Mary in the phone. What did you do to that poor girl? <laughs> I used to get nothing. Well, <laughs> so we met. We met. Um, it was. Um, I went out with with a few friends, and they were from some sort of party. She, she was with her friends. And we met, we started chatting, and then we were made out. Uh-huh. But back then, I don't know why, I used to I used to get nosebleeds all the time. Mm. And as we're making out, uh-huh. I, move, I move back, and I feel like I have some snot coming out. And uh-huh. I'm like, oh, oh, it's not. And then I saw it was blood, Oops. and I was like, oh, no, my nosebleed. And then I looked at her, and half her face is covered in blood. 
because we made out and uh-huh. she doesn't know. Uh-huh. And <laughs> my two options was three options. I guess I could leave, mm-hmm. but I was like, I want to see this girl again. Yeah. I could tell her, but then again, I want to see this girl again. <laughs> so what I did, I was like, Oh, you look so cute. And I just like grabbed her face and like wiped it <laughs> off and she didn't even notice. Aww. And then I told her the story after, uh-huh. the next time we met. She was like, that's so funny, because I was on my period when we had sex. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, <laughs> yeah, she probably saw the blood and was just like, no, no, no. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I'll just get that for you. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Uh, but yes, I'm not, I'm not very hairy. Not at all. It's weird. So uh, that's why we were talking about it. I was thinking of using Rogaine, but then I started growing hair. Have you tried having places. puberty? No, not really. That's why I was actually concerned because your voice is so much deeper than mine. I was like, how am I ever gonna gonna deal with the with post here for the for the sound quality? <laughs> so voice deeper, dig bigger, you're in trouble, buddy. <laughs> well, at least I'm not on the receiving end, so it doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> um, let's see. So, how do you usually find girls to have sex with? Hmm. Well, that one's obviously triggered because it's not my... Um... Go-to. Right, yeah. Which makes me wonder. I wonder how many girls have, like, hit on me and I've just been completely oblivious to it. But that's everybody. Is it? Okay. I feel better, I guess. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, there's two types of guys. There's guys that interpret everything as, oh, she was hitting on me. Uh-huh. And guys that just are oblivious. Yeah. And I believe I'm on the oblivious side, too. Yeah. Okay. And, yeah. We're... None of us are good at communicating that... Yeah. See, with, see with other guys, it's easy because, you know, you can sort of see, see uh, yeah. in their eyes. It's like, okay, I know what you want. Why? How do you find girls right, yeah, that you sleep with? Um, again, they're all people I know. I've never used any app to find uh, yeah. girls. I'm, I'm, I haven't even thought of trying. There are some apps for, like, three ways and stuff like that, but they're poorly populated around Taiwan. Mm. Yeah, so I, I would love to try that in, like, a big city in the West and just... Go to town. Go wild. Yeah, yeah. Wow. It's the, honestly the one thing I love it here. I really like it in town. The one thing that would make me move is just uh, the, the 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 sex is wilder out there. And I guess how long would it take you to? Because you said you you don't like Asian girls. Unfortunately, what about I, Asian guys? I wouldn't say I don't like. It's well, it's not like, your preference. Well, again, girls don't interest me at all. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And what about all Asian girls? Guys? Are girls. Uh, all <laughs> girls are gross. You girls. Said? I said all girls are girls. <laughs> Wait, that's not actually true. That's not true at all. <laughs> so, what about Asian men? Um, I've had some. Uh, I prefer. <laughs> sounds terrible. Yeah. Uh, my preferences are people who are you know big and hairy. So not you and not <laughs> obviously yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. You must do well here. I mean, you you look like a Taiwanese girl. Like, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah, my penis is just as big as a clit, so yeah. it kind of makes sense. So uh, I've heard, yeah. <laughs> That's why usually I go for girls with boyfriends because it's not really even cheating. It's just kind of... Yeah, you're, 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 kind, of like, you're kind of like a Ken, Ken doll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> and um, what was I going to say? Well, yeah, we were talking about... Uh, yeah, so this is, my preference happens to be, like, I don't know, bigger, um, hairier. Uh, and also I just... And this is even something when I was traveling in the West, I... I'm less comfortable, like, trying to seduce people in a foreign language. Like, if mm. I, I think we were talking about this a little bit earlier. Just, it's difficult when you don't know the words and you don't know how to express nuance. Yeah. Uh, like, I'm really only comfortable doing that in English. So even if I'm in, like, you know, Germany, France, whatever, 
Uh, I'm still, honestly, on the apps, more looking for other travelers and other it's foreigners, just because I'm... It's crazy sometimes, because I... More comfortable using my native language, yeah. I'm so used to, like, the nuances in English that sometimes I'd go on a date, and throughout the whole date, I'm like, this girl is not vibing with me. Yeah. She doesn't like me. And then she invites me over, or or we end up having sex. And I'm like, how the fuck did that happen? Yeah. It's so weird, because the whole time... I was just getting signals that she's not really yeah. down or really interested. Yeah, it's harder to interpret signals when there's a big language barrier. Yeah. Um, which is one of the benefits of sex clubs is you don't need language. It's right. you're looking at my junk, I'm looking at your junk. All right. I our, think our night is set. I think I actually wouldn't enjoy sex clubs because no, I don't think you would. You'd be outcompeted. Well, that obviously. Um, and then there'd be too many dudes hitting on me. Oh but, yeah. Uh, I think. I'm kind of recently starting to realize that about myself. I'm I'm way more aroused by someone in clothes than someone naked. I really sometimes when I would uh, have someone over for like a hookup or like bring someone over after a date, if they're just naked in a second, I'm like I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I want to yeah. do this. Or mm, can you put a shirt on or something? Like fair, huh? yeah. Um, yeah, because uh, you were saying the only reason why you'd leave is for the better sex. And there are sex clubs here, it's just... How how long would it take you to go through all of Ireland's big hairy dudes? All of Taiwan's big hairy dudes? Yeah. Who are gay? That's a smaller yeah. number. Yeah, so, yeah, that's the thing. Like, there are, like, gay Westerners here. They're just not all... Most of them are not my type or I'm not mm. interested. You know, lots and lots of gay Taiwanese people who aren't quite my type. And it's like... Yeah, there are some bears here, or bigger. There's some Asian. There's some hot Asian dudes. What am I saying? It's just, um, I don't, yeah, no, but the language is my main barrier here. Uh, the question is how long it takes me to go through everyone pretty quick, especially now that COVID isn't bringing in any new people. But also, I'm always surprised at one, how big the expat scene here is in general, and how big the, even just like the gay expat here scene yeah. here. I have been to like the clubs and things, and I see new people, and I'm like, wow, this is awesome. Hmm. Do you uh, frequent gay clubs? No, I don't. Yeah, it's too, too out of the way. I'm too busy at work. But, uh, yeah. No, Gay scene is really not for me. Like, it was never... Like, I know some people who being gay is such a huge part of their identity. Mm -hmm. And I don't get it. Like, you don't see people saying, like, being straight is a huge part of my identity. And, like, I'm a big part of straight culture. It's like, that's not a thing. And I don't see the need for gay culture to be a thing. Like, I'm more than just who I fuck, you know? Look, I'll give you an example. There was someone I knew um, back in school who realized he was gay uh, in college and came out and then started talking with a lisp. Started talking like this because he thinks that's how gay people talk. I'm like, no, you, you don't just put on a lisp. Yeah. Like fuck you. And here's the the funny thing is, I had a lisp when I was young in elementary yeah. school. I had a lisp. I went to speech therapy to get rid of it because I got tired of people thinking I was gay. I think I didn't have a lisp, but I couldn't pronounce. I couldn't roll my R's and do my sharp L's. You know, so like I a, went no. to I went to therapy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, therapy. Yeah, yeah. So, so I had the ironically I had the gay lisp <laughs> and didn't want it because it sounded yeah. too gay. And then here's this asshole who thinks so oh, now that he's out of the closet he has to talk with a speech impediment. Like fuck you, that's not how speech impediments yeah. work, and that's not how being gay works. Damn. You don't need to change your physiology to yeah. to fit in or to yeah. Like yeah. well, that's not right. Be your be yourself. But I mean, sometimes I guess. People are so restrained that when they come out, they just kind of 
go overboard. I guess. I just never expected yeah. like putting on a lisp to be the kind of thing you'd do. Like, yeah, oh, I, I can see dressing more flamboyantly or whatever, but yeah. um, I was never a fashion gay. Mm-hmm. I don't know, the, the problem with the gay scene is the dudes are too feminine. Like, if I wanted to fuck a girl, I would fuck a girl. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. I haven't thought about it that way. Huh? Huh. Huh. Okay. Oh, what I was going to bring up, because one time, but uh, when I went to, I went to a gay club in Taipei. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was, a, was it a club or was it like a pub? I, I don't remember. It was somewhere in Don. Because um, a girl I was hooking up with, she was like, oh, I'm here with my friends. Come, come pick me up. And uh-huh. I was like, okay. And I noticed everyone that was around her, when I came in, they would do this eye thing to me. It was like a like something with their eyes. It wasn't like a winking. It was kind of like I don't know. Like it was checking like a, you out? No, they looked at me and they were like, "Hey!" And then they would do the eye thing. And when I would just not do anything, they kind of their attention was somewhere else. They were like, "Oh, like move on." I don't know. And it was I th- I, I talked to someone else and they were like, "Oh yeah, that's a gay thing." And I was like, "Oh okay." Again, see, I'm completely out of the yeah out of the loop. But I was so confused by it. Because, yeah, a bunch of her friends were doing that. And I was like, what are you, what's that about? It's difficult to be out of the loop in the gay scene. Because, like, I keep falling for straight dudes. And it's a waste of time. Because that's usually doesn't go anywhere. Not always, but usually. (laughs) Not always, but usually. You're moving awfully close there, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Interesting. But, so, when you meet someone, how... How does it work for you when, like, when you meet a new friend or whatever, and then? That's easy. Um, Do you if, at, at some point I'll uh, bring the conversation to past partners, and if they say girlfriend, my heart sinks. It's like ah, boner died. But mm. uh, if they don't, if they say boyfriend, I'm like aha, I can keep talking to you. <laughs> oh. I'm not just gonna go up and ask someone. It's like oh, by the way, yeah, I guess I could do that. But um, yeah, <laughs> I've had moments where I'm like, there's just someone absolutely gorgeous there and i'm you know giving them a lot of attention because yeah. i'm just like lusting after them and they're like oh you have such positive energy or uh, they're interpreting it in such a non-sexual manner i'm like ah oh, damn it <laughs> i'm using my you yeah, yeah, by yeah. girls and they were saying that they get kind of the same things with girls mm. they just interpret it as friendly constantly and so frustrating i'm sure yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Bad girls are great. Any party is better. Ah, you asked me how how to turn um, a party into a sexy party. Right. Have two bad girls. Two Minimum bi- two bad girls. <laughs> they like each other, and they get started. Everyone will right. join in. Like, huh. if there's two gay dudes there and get started, that's not going to turn on other yeah. people. But two girls are active. Other girls are, whether they're straight or not, they're going to be, like, interested. curious. And, of course, yeah. the dudes are interested. Huh. I, I don't know why. I've met so many bi girls in the last two years. Hmm. Maybe it's a start of a sex club. No, I'm kidding. No, <laughs> a clothes sex club. They start that way. All they it. all they do is gonna be undressing and dressing the whole time. Again, there's you're gonna. Oh my god! I'm so okay this with is that. this is what it's hey, gonna be. Hey, if the dudes are naked, the girls are not. I'm I'm on board. Dudes are naked, girls are not. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know if I'd want to see that many dicks. Keep your eyes on the chicks. <laughs> Keep your eyes on the chicks. All right. What would you change about how? Things are done in dating. And... Actually, I know. I don't date. I oh. just hook up. With so you people. don't, you actually don't date? No, I don't. Is that not something you look for or? Honestly, I've never felt a desire like 
sex is nice, but dating? Yeah. I don't get it. I can go to movies by myself. I can eat at restaurants by myself. What's this? And this is just something. And this is not a... I don't know if it's a gay... I thought maybe it was just like, oh, it's a gay thing. Guys just want to fuck other guys. But no, all my gay friends are starting to... Or, or gay people I know are starting to, like, get married or get into mm-hmm. relationships. It's annoying. I'm, you know, I'm on the, like, dating apps and everyone's either... Or everyone I meet at parties is either straight or taken. And it's terrible. Just mm-hmm. like... But no, I have no interest whatsoever in dating. Has that always been the case? I suppose so, yeah. Like, I you don't do. get it. Like, and, and it's kind of like why I was asking you, like, why are you dating? Like, yeah. Well, I'm dating because it's a distraction. It's something to do. But also, it's like... But you've had like girlfriends. I have, yeah. But dating is a little bit more... It's like takeout as opposed to cooking at home. <laughs> cooking at home would be... Dating. Uh, okay. Yeah. All right. So you have your own meals. It's Right. It's nice it's, so it's a reliable longer. fuck buddy. Yeah, sort of. I mean, no, it's not really, it's more like partnership and actual relationship because cooking at home is, you know, it's therapeutical, it's uh, healthier, it's cheaper, it's just better for the environment. I'm not sure dating is cheaper than than a hookup. But you can survive on takeout for a long time, your whole life. Yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like maybe you and I are a little bit too close on this, but like we have some mutual friends who Mm -hmm. are, you know dating and mushy and like yeah on a path to marriage and probably will not divorce and i just don't feel that way i can't imagine feeling that way about someone yeah i don't know if marriage as an institution is something i would be interested in but could you see yourself spending the rest of your life with one person that's a that's a good question i think originally i thought or the last (laughs) i actually had an argument with one of my first girlfriends because she was like what do you what do you imagine like you're you and with kids and stuff i was like i don't know like two three kids two wives (laughs) she's not happy (laughs) yeah uh, there were periods in time where i was like i can't imagine being in a monogamous relationship but when i met my most recent ex i was like i don't need any it was it was a bit crazy though Mm -hmm. but i really enjoyed the feeling of not wanting anybody else okay yeah the sex is that good it wasn't just the sex it was just uh, everything it was um i was like i'm I'm done with this part of my life right i don't need to worry about this this is handled i get that and yeah and I, I, there's definitely i think one reason why and you know i hooked up a lot in mm-hmm. my like college grad school high school I, I hooked up a lot more than i needed to and mm-hmm. i think a lot of that was just like a self-esteem thing it's like let's prove to myself it was that I can, for me as well yeah like yeah. prove to yourself that you can get the, this all these different people like look at all the yeah. people who think this is worth sleeping with mm. uh, which is a lot uh yeah we get it yes <laughs> yes <laughs> um i think for me it was at first too because i was um i was the funny kid growing up and i was a bit of a late bloomer in that sense because for me i think i just never and that's kind of it comes back to that whole Russian thing. I can't yeah. I can't flirt in Russian. I can't seal the deal in Russian. Uh-huh. For me, it's it's uh, uncharted territory. So when I was growing up, like my friends were getting laid from like thirteen onwards, and I was just I could in my mind I was the funny funny guy. So I was getting a lot of attention. Hmm. Like uh, girls like me, and I had um, I was surrounded by by single girls that <laughs> I could have dated but I could just never get to that point so once I moved to Canada and I think it was some sort of I don't know what happened but I I kind of got a feel for it and then yeah it was about 
I was like, fuck, I'm, I'm ca- not catching up, but I'm like doing it for lost time. Yeah, I know yeah. a lot of people like that. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, I got to the point where I would talk to my friends and, you know, guys brag about, oh, I, like I've had sex with so many people. And then I only had three or four partners. <laughs> I was like, why? Do I, I, I felt like less than whatever. And uh, now I don't care. Yeah. You know, it's funny you mentioned like guys brag. Like guys brag about the girls they fucked. Mm-hmm. Don't usually brag about the dudes they fucked. So I was like, you know, I hooked up with a lot of people, but they're mostly, you know, all of them are dudes. And I was like, oh, I can't really say. Like, I, so, it's like I want to brag, but it's not. It's not. It's not a story that's going to interest other people. Percentage wise, what would it be? It's like ninety nine, ninety. Oh, really? Lately. Yeah, mostly dudes. Ninety nine percent. I mean. Again, I don't come off as gay. I know, but it gives us a, an idea of what the number is. If you yeah, hooked yeah. up with a bunch of girls and 99% of your numbers is dudes. Yeah, well, I was thinking, like, wait a minute, I should probably bring that number. Uh, lately, I've been hooking up with a few with women, like in Taiwan. I've probably slept with more women in Taiwan than I've slept with women my entire life before Taiwan. And I don't know, like, wait, what, what, what's with all these chicks? This is, this is not what I signed up for. <laughs> Yeah. Go away. <laughs> yeah. Give me be. But um, right. Yeah. So, but one of the reasons why I wanted to one, I wanted to see what's this, what this vagina thing is like. Turns mm-hmm. out it's awesome. Uh, is it? Oh yeah. It's self lubricating. It's great. It's so much room here. It's so much space. So much space in there. You could put a baby. You can. Yeah. Yeah. You shouldn't, but you can. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah take one out, but uh, yeah, but it's um, a lot easier than fucking a butt. Um, yeah. Way easier. Way cleaner. Um, I. I have not had anal. With a d- girl? With a dude. <laughs> I have not had anal with a girl. Oh. I kind of got to the point where I've tried a bunch with one of my exes. Yeah. But then it, it was just not. It got to the point where like it was just the tip and I was like, nah, no, I'm not really feeling it. I'm like, yeah, I'm not either. This is taking too I long. I never feel with you. Anyway. Yeah. Um, and then I was like, why even bother? It's not. should be tighter. But if it's too tight, you can't. I've had tight pussy. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so no, I'm not even like. The problem is, it's you know, vagina's nice, but it's not attracted, not usually attached to the figure that I like. <laughs> I um, can tell you, I've had twice um, been with a trans man. I was going to ask, yeah. yeah, a woman with a yeah, yeah, yeah. All of them way more facial hair than you, by the way. <laughs> Your dad must be so ashamed of how you turned out. Just like uh, wanted a Russian bear, and he got a salamander. Uh, no hair. The one time that I'm actually happy that my parents divorced and my dad wasn't in my life. But hey, go didn't on. Get, didn't no. see, see this twink you turned out to be terrible, terrible. I am not a twink. I'm not you that tall. You have no hair. No. no. <laughs> Short twink, yeah. Uh, You're just useless anyway. Yeah. Uh, so was that, was that something about? you enjoyed? Oh, it was fantastic. Best yeah. sex I ever had. So why didn't you... Um, I moved. But wow. um, yeah, one of them was on traveling. The other one, I, I, yeah. The other one was actually dating uh, a trans woman. Yeah. So uh, it was more of a but any long story. I've, uh, you meet a lot of people in California, let's put it that yeah. way. Um, what was I saying? Yeah. So, but I loved it. And would I look for it again? Yeah, I think I would. I just mm. don't know where to start. But no, because it was you know vagina, which is the perfect hole for a penis to go into. Yeah. That's that's what it. What's they? That's what they evolved to do. I guess there's. I don't know percentage wise, but just from like I bump way more into uh, trans women. Right, they're way more common. Trans, yeah, for whatever reason, trans men are pretty rare. Yeah. So you know, it's hard enough to find gay dudes to finding trans dudes mm-hmm. who are also single and available. And uh, it, I don't even know where to start looking, but yeah. I loved it. It was you know, it's a 
cool for Funnily enough, actually, the, this dude was uh, my, my gym partner for a while. Oh. Because he, he was yeah. into lifting. Cool. Yeah, so, you know, we'd go to the gym and... But uh, so what I'm curious about, and, though, yeah. is... Because men are different in the way they think and the way they do things to women. Yeah. So you're attracted to the physicality of it or also... Uh, no, also the, the way dudes think, definitely. Yeah. Like, and, you know... Trans dude thinks like a dude. Oh, yeah. okay. I have no it's, idea. You know, it's why they transition. It's like, feel like a dude. I don't. It's not just about I want a different body. It's this is not who I am. Mm. Like, you know, if I were to wake up as a chick, like, I would enjoy finally getting to hook up with all these dudes that I've wanted all this time. It's like, ah. Oh. <laughs> no, but, uh, but I would be a know, bit too tall. <laughs> you don't want to be with someone tall on you? I would go with a girl who's taller than me. And hairy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, but no. I, I would love to find a woman who is taller than me and have really tall babies. Like I was like, okay, like that would be some sort. Let, of, let's do some Darwinian fitness. What here. is that guy's name from like the Chinese basketball player? Yao Ming. Yeah, was his mom like very tall and then very tall and then just put? I don't know. I mean, it could be a, a totally different basketball player that I'm thinking about. Then, but uh, this is sort of like how I approach like this idea of dating is yeah. that like I'm not into it for the dating being with the other person but like could you be a potential like is your genetic stock good do you bring my like social status higher if you are my partner which is such a mm-hmm. clinical and unromantic way to approach yeah. dating but i just don't feel romance at all i i mm. think like the woke kids are calling it aromantic i don't want to assign a label but that sounds accurate have I you just, ever dated anyone no not really maybe i've told someone we're dating just because they were a good fuck but I don't feel any desire today. Yeah. And I don't Have you had people get, get attached and ask for it? Oh, yeah. People fall in love with me. I hate it. And I hate it. <laughs> I hate when people fall in love with me. It, it actually makes me uncomfortable. Like, yeah. when someone, when I feel someone starts to be, like... Touchy-feely. Not, obviously, I love touchy-feely. Yeah. But, um, no, it's it's when they start being in love. It's like the L yeah. love. What about like, it makes you uncomfortable? I don't know. It just... just that bothers me it's like they want to like monopolize my time and my so you feel trapped yeah that's that's exactly Mm. it's like it's like no longer independence just Mm. uh, it's stifling it's choking it's like someone's like strangling me yeah and it's it's such a strong reaction this is definitely not something again even most gay dudes you'll talk to are dating or interested in dating and i'm just like no i really am uncomfortable with that have you explored why that could be I don't know. Or I, it's not really a priority. I really don't know. Um, if I ever want to have kids, uh, I should probably find a partner. But yeah. Well, I was thinking, like, why do I even want? Why? Why would I? Why do I even feel a drive to procreate? Procreate is one thing. I, you know, I want my Darwinian fitness to be higher. But you know, family. You know, parents want grandkids, yeah. and aunts and uncles expect mm-hmm. you to reproduce too. And like, you know, my friends, some of them are getting married and having kids. My you know, family members are getting married, having kids, and I'm, you know, in Taiwan doing nothing, appearing on a dating podcast with Twinkie Kendall over here. Um, but yeah, and I and I'm starting to think, well, why do I actually is there anything I'm going to get out of it selfishly dating? And I'm like, no, there's nothing in it mm. for me. There's nothing I would benefit from unless there's, you know, maybe if I'm dating someone who you know, increases my social status, maybe yeah. that'd be cool. But then who should I date? Should I date a girl and get the benefit of being like a, a normal dude with a normal chick? Or should I date a guy where at least I'm like, you know, physically attracted to this person? And also you'd get equal income. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you know, it's a progressive society. I think people are like, like I could, 
it might actually be better, especially if people know that I'm into dudes, they're going to be like, well, why are you with a girl? That's mm-hmm. weird. There's no longer this sense that guys should have a beard. Like yeah. gay guys should have a beard. Are you comfortable with being gay in the open? Or? Not really. Because again, it's not a big thing for me. Mm-hmm. And maybe this is just, you know, a holdover from like decades ago when it was like not yeah. as cool to be gay. It's trendy to be gay. Like there was the metrosexual thing that's finally yeah. over. I, again, I oh, wish come I was on, you at least like you into the metro thing. Yeah. At least I, I wish I was at least bi because there's, there would be so many more opportunities than a straight white comic <laughs> right yeah all the jokes yeah. and you know that's the thing like i don't even feel comfortable making like gay jokes yeah which you, i can i can yeah. but and it's not that i don't come off as gay i could just tell people by the way i'm gay therefore i can make gay jokes but it's just i i, I feel a block i don't want to me and you know maybe it's because like i said easier to hook up with straight dudes if they think you're you're bi but um which is a terrible thing to say but it's so fucking true um really? hmm Easier to hook up with straight dudes if you say you're bi. Maybe. Yeah. Could be. I'll check this boner. Maybe. <laughs> you just stroke my leg here a bit. Um, I, I, I wouldn't know. All, yeah. All I know is that I feel no pressure to date, but people fall in love with me mm-hmm. without, without asking. Yeah. I have no choice. I have to break their heart, I guess. I don't know. But I don't know what to do. Like, yeah. And now that I'm noticing, it's like people are falling in love. It's like, no, stop it. Someone. Back, so back. is it usually someone you see consistently that falls in love with it's you? It's a friend who suddenly wants to be more than friends. And I'm not even talking about when sex. When you say just like, friends, do you hook up with said friend? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Maybe it's just magic dick. People get a taste of it and then want it forever. I'm sorry the sex is so good, but no. <laughs> um, okay, so back when I was going out... A lot. Mm-hmm. I had a friend that told me that if you do hookups, fuck buddies or mm-hmm. whatever, or just straight up just fucking, right? You have to do it at the most frequent once a week, and never two days in a row. Uh-huh. And I was like, yeah, that sounds very like scientific for it to be actually the case. <laughs> and then I looked at my two relationships after that, and it was a fuck buddy that I had slept over uh-huh. and they're like hey, do you want to get breakfast whatever and then after that it just yeah. went downhill where there we both caught feelings and we both wanted to be in a relationship and it was just not um it went downhill when you two became in a relationship huh? no it went downhill as as like from a f- it was a good time to be in a relationship with them if they're listening <laughs> <laughs> but uh i traced it down to that being the point so I don't know if that's any help for you, but... No, it's not, no, honestly, I lose interest in... You know, once I've fucked, I'm usually sated for like a week or two, three, really? four. Really? Yeah. That's another thing I was going to ask. How often do you usually have sex? Um, Not that often, honestly. Yeah. I'm Again, I'm older than I was when I was a teen, when it was a lot more frequent. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, now I'm just kind of sated. It's like every now and then I'll be like, can I still fuck with someone or fuck someone? And it's like, yes. And then it's like, okay, now I'm good. Yeah. Um, but I just like the freedom of being able to, you know, hook up with other... And, you know, an open relationship, polyamorous, whatever you want to call it, sounds perfect for a completely disloyal fuck like me. Right. But, uh, you know, but why... But but even that, a polyamorous relationship, like, why get into that? Like, what is... I don't... Do you, love. Okay, you said you had a girlfriend. Did you feel love for these people? Oh, yeah. What is that? It's just not a desire. A feeling... You feel you want them to be happy, uh-huh. and it makes you happy when they're happy. Yeah, I feel that way for so, some of my friends. Is so that just, love? Yeah. 
I mean, I feel that for more than one person, I think. Yeah. No, I. it's totally fine to feel love for more than one person. Oh. That's normal. Is that it? Well, yeah, because if you think, if, if someone's like, you can't, you shouldn't be able to feel love for more than one person. What about a, a parent with two kids? Yeah. <laughs> they should only love one. Sorry, kiddo. Billy already took. <laughs> yeah. So um, there's this book called The Truth by um, Neil. What's his name? Gaiman. Patrick Harris. No. DeGrasse Tyson. He's, he's like a New York Times writer. The Truth. I've I've mentioned it. It's called The Truth, an uncomfortable book about relationship by Neil Strauss. All right. That's around the time where I was thinking I could never be in a monogamous relationship. Mm. This guy kind of had the similar thought. Uh-huh. And what he essentially did, roughly speaking, he just wrote down all the types of relationship. I was like, I'll try all of them Ooh. and see which one. That sounds fun. Yeah. I like going through lists and And then in, in the end, it was... He ended up in therapy, so <laughs> and that was the right call. <laughs> so, uh, but it's an interesting book about exploring that side, and he's yeah. also he's writing is amazing. All right. So, uh, yeah. So, I guess I just don't under I don't know what love is supposed to feel like, and of mm-hmm. course, all the you know poetry in the world doesn't help; it just makes it more complicated. Yeah. I had this picture that's this you know thing you see someone you just like, boom, like your world revolves around them. And you don't, and you know. There's people that I lust after to yeah. that level. I was like, wow, you're gorgeous. I want to be with you forever. Yeah. And I've met people who are like, yeah, you're good looking enough. I would always want to wake up with you next to me. Because, mm-hmm. you know, it's like it's like having a nice like painting on your phone, like mm. phone back. It's like, yeah, I always want to see this. But, but, is, that, then, but like, is that love? No, it's lust. Right. So where where when does lust, which, you know, I'm familiar with lust. When does lust become love? What's the difference? Uh, from what I understand, it usually takes about six months and love you need to work for. It's not something that just is there. That sounds terrible. Why would I waste my time with someone if I don't know if I'm going to love them? Because it's rewarding in certain aspects of it. Like there's certain needs that can't be met by a fuck buddy or a friend. Yeah, I'll need to be more independent. <laughs> Looking into the future, that's kind of, you're, you're sticking with hookups. That's your... Who knows? I mean, I'm happy, but like, there's all this pressure to date and to yeah. be social, and like, I don't know. I, maybe, hopefully, maybe, maybe I am aromantic, and then I can like, oh look, I have a nice buzzword that can explain away my uh, yeah. my inability to to form meaningful connections with people. But the, right now, I'm pretty happy. It would be nice to be fucking a bigger variety of people, but also maybe I should cool my jets a little bit. I was thinking about that recently. That I should cool my jets? Not you, <laughs> myself. Because I feel like it gotten to the point where... Got to the point you're making a dating podcast now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I do. I actually, I love this thing because uh, it makes me feel like something's out there and I'm being creative hmm. on it. And I really enjoy when people get back to me and say, hey, I really huh. um, relate over this part or I really like this part or, oh, this person's just like me or, <laughs> oh, this person should meet my ex or uh-huh. oh, all that. So I, I really enjoy hearing that. And it just makes the whole experience of editing and producing it so much better. But I, I also really enjoy having chats like these because they kind of, they do force slightly certain conversations, which I normally wouldn't have with people. Mm. And in my mind, it kind of makes it less awkward to talk to people. Because if we had this chat 
without a recorder right be like why are we doing this it would be purely the sex nothing more yeah well and that too yeah. yeah um but also like we wouldn't be able to explore these topics and yeah true i like your podcast it got me onto your bed <laughs> i want to be here for a while <laughs> uh i'm sure you thought it would be under different circumstances but hey eh, the room is how do you, all right so you said that you i guess it's like a uh, a common thing that gay men say like they like turning the straights i don't know if they all say that well uh, no but i've heard it a straight, bunch of times at least i can say straight dudes are hotter i'm sorry they are why is that the case of you want what you can't have maybe uh but also just they're manly you yeah. know they're, they're dudes they're buff yeah. they're cool like again like not interested in the feminine thing and i don't need to see that on a I mentioned uh, my friend, the, the the trans woman. How I got with this person in the first place is a gay friend of mine invited me to his birthday party. And this person is flamboyantly gay and all of his friends are flamboyantly gay. And I go to his party and everyone's in almost semi-drag and, you know, speaking with high-lifted voices mm-hmm. and, you know, dressed in... And I'm just there in, in jeans and a regular shirt because I'm not a fashion gay. And I'm just, like, not aroused by any of these people. And mm. then I see this one dude in, like, je- you know, jeans and boots and a shirt. And I'm like, finally, a fucking... A man's man. Yeah. It's a bro. And we, like, bonded. We get together. Yeah. And I bring him back to my place. And it's like, oh, you're missing something. <laughs> oh, so it was... It got to that point. Yeah, where yeah. you actually... Oh. Yeah. And then I was like, oh. Ah. All right. Something new. <laughs> and, uh, and it was phenomenal yeah it was like this is awesome a good story good sex yeah. cool person um workout buddy i've loved every minute of that like, and yet you wouldn't date them. i don't know um well they were actually taken uh, in an open relationship so yeah. i couldn't date them if i wanted to but um would i date someone like that yeah they were they were cool but it would be mostly for the yeah, but why would I date them? Be for the access to good sex. So it would be just very, very methodical sort of approach to dating. That's it. It's you all be methodical. Like, oh, I actually care about this person and want to be with them. Yeah. Ironically, it's something that sticks in my head is a throwaway line from the movie The Corpse Bride of all things, where mm. the main character is like complaining to his parents that he wants to like date marry for love. And they're like and they're both like, Marry for love? What a ridiculous concept. Like we hate each other. The two parents like Did you think we married for love? Of course not. And I was like Ah, cool. I could just marry for for I don't know political reasons or economic reasons, the way they did in the old days. Like, I think I would actually be down with something like that, right? Where that's what I was thinking. That's why I had that argument with one of my exes because in my mind, I thought there are people out there that don't want to be in a, in a monogamous relationship but want to have kids, and I was kind of along those lines. So I would have a partner that i have sex uh, that i not have sex with that i have a kid with uh-huh. we take care of the child and yeah. then uh, on the outside we have our own lives where yeah. we're there as parents to that child and that's about I, it and i think i could do that but like but every time i get like sometimes you know some people have tried and come pretty close to like convincing me that we should date and then i just feel just the, the pressure mm. and the tightening and i just like yeah. no this is this is making me unhappy yeah like this is stressing me out that that mm. you want that you you want to date and suddenly interesting. it's interesting that it's such a sudden onset and such a like almost crippling yeah feeling uh of being stuck so i wonder if there's more to it than just a yeah. romantic no yeah there, there probably is more to it but yeah. i don't feel like pursuing yeah no i that was one of the things that when i started therapy actually was after reading that book uh-huh. or around the time of reading that book what my therapist said that 
a lot of people choose to, and I'm not saying that's you, based on my therapy sessions and my issues, uh-huh. whatever, she's saying a lot of people find it very uncomfortable. It's a lot of work and they generally just choose to keep it as part of themselves and not really work on it, yeah. which I mean, I, I relate because I constantly bounce back and I'm like, eh, it's just what I do. And then I'm yeah. like, no, it's not. I have to change that. It's not really blah, blah, blah. I'm curious what you're trying to change. Oh, um, I've had, I have big abandonment issues ah. and also I had some anger issues growing up. That's expression. See, that's what joking, my whole joking, family says. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, my uncle's like, why you go with therapy? I'm like, I am angry all the time. He's like, yes, I am, me too. This is how we go. This is our family. I was like, no, it's not. I don't drink. It's yeah. Like, Wait, oh, yeah. that's yeah. trouble. Oh, dude. <laughs> when I went back for like New Year's, and you, every 15 minutes, it was like a short circuit on the computer. Sasha, have you, have you? I was like, I don't, I don't drink. He's like, what? <laughs> every, every like 10 to 15 minutes. Like just that reaction. Sounds like the alcohol destroyed his memory, but yeah. Uh, well, you know, <laughs> over time, I guess. Yeah. Lovely guy. I'm sure. Uh, love him to death. It's, it's mostly that... I also, because of the abandonment issues, I, I may, can be controlling depending on the mm. dynamic of the relationship. Sometimes it's it's funny because there's essentially, and this book talks about, there's the love avoidant type and the love addict type. Uh-huh. Two subsets of dysfunctions in relationships. So one person chases love. Yeah. And then there's one person that just avoids love. Mm. So that's what... Sounds kind of like me. Yeah. yeah love yeah. avoidance. So mm-hmm. they're like, they miss it. But the moment they get close, they panic. And then they're like, no, I, I don't need this. Uh, I can't. So, and I, I think I'm so close to the two that depending on who I'm with or who I meet, I bounce between the two. That sounds normal. And in my hookups, normally I'm the avoidant type. Uh-huh. But as soon as I start dating. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe I'm just super avoidant, but... On the other hand, boy, I've had great sexy stories that I get to. I mean, yes. <laughs> I haven't even, but, I haven't gotten into the craziest. But isn't yet. it, I had these thoughts sometimes. That's one of the reasons why I wanted to have a podcast because I'm like, if I die, uh-huh. only that person knows about this story and no one else. <laughs> and and then I'm like, but if that person dies, only I know about this story and no one else. If we both die, that story is gone forever. Most people are afraid that everything's on these internet forever, but not you. Uh, it's actually one of the reasons I wanted to do the podcast because, um, I graduated from engineering. I did engineering mm-hmm. work. And then once I got into stand up, you hear it a lot. When you start stand up, people say, uh, you shouldn't have a plan B. Oh, right. And in my mind, I couldn't just shut it off. The fact that I have an engineering degree that I could get an engineering job. It is a big fucking plan B. Mm. And so I figured, you know what? I'm just going to do this thing where I bartend at Bachelorette's and there's naked butt pictures of me out there. And I do like your naked butt pictures. I haven't seen these. Before. Well, I, I I'll don't search the internet. I, <laughs> hopefully not. Okay, so I copy that one. That was one of the reasons why I was like, you know what? Fuck it. You just put this out. And then it made stand up actually easier because it was like, I don't have to be as careful. I envy you for that. I, I, and then with, and same reason with the podcast. Yeah. I'm like, it's this extra step to be like fuck you (laughs) like i i know uh if this becomes something and then 
you know, 10 years down the road, I want to run for president or vice president yeah. or fucking premier or whatever, or VP. <laughs> They'll come up and be like, this dude with a fucking sex podcast? <laughs> no way. Like, there's also butt pictures of him, which will increase my vote with the young people. Right. I mean, you got a Putin ass then. <laughs> but uh, it was just like an extra, an extra step to not having that plan B. I did not expect to say this, but I find it quite admirable from you. Mm. Yeah. It's it's because uh, I'm yeah. totally not that I'm it could hiding be, everything. It could be stupid, <laughs> maybe. maybe <laughs> but, but, but at uh, the same time, I'm like I'm enjoying it, and it seems it feels like the right thing to do. It would probably bite me in the ass one day, but yeah, it's cool. Also, yeah, yeah. No, I've got so many stories that I don't tell, and I feel like I could. Yeah, yeah. Give us a, a, a taste uh-huh. of something that you're willing to. Let me tell you about this. Isn't you? All right, here's. This is just a, such a weird thing that needs to... All right, there's a German thing in the gay scene called a horse market. Horse market. Guess what a horse market is. Uh, does it have to do with penises being out? Uh, they're out, but it has nothing to do with horse dicks. Oh, no. Not horse what market. Well, market, is it transactional? No, no, no. So the horse market is... Um, your, people are divided into two, two groups, the, the top and the bottom. Yeah. Bottom's going first and are basically set up in the space mm-hmm. uh they are wearing like a cap over their head so their eyes are covered oh. and they're just in position and later the tops go in and get to pretty much try out all the bottoms whoever they wish uh and then and everyone ranks each other so you know the tops record you know which bottom was the best the bottoms somehow record which top was the best and yeah. and it's it's a thing <laughs> and what happens after um hopefully you get tested uh <laughs> well no no i mean <laughs> with the prizes i don't know like, uh, is there a prize or is there there like... probably is a prize yeah. um i what i went to one of these as a, a top just because i'm curious yeah and i couldn't get into it i was not aroused at all mm. why because it was so like oh i mean the meat market was lovely it was yeah. like wow look at all these people that i get to play with but they all had their you know the bottoms all had their faces covered their eyes covered they weren't choosing anything Oh, it's so like you want to be desired. Yeah, it's like mm. I can quite literally fuck any of the people here, but they don't. I'm not getting selected. Mm. There's none of that, so there's nothing in it for me. Yeah, or just they like eyes. I don't know, but I was like, mm. if I couldn't see their eyes, it did nothing. This this isn't working for me. It's interesting that it's so crazy. It's like that's your connection into the straight world because if a, if a girl desires you, you'll have sex with her. Right. You like you'll be aroused to have sex with her. Right. So it's crazy that that is I wonder cuz I've never heard that being the Yeah, I, I think yeah, you're right. The it's being wanted. Yeah. Wow. Uh, how old were you when you lost your virginity? Early. It was 16. 16. Oh, that's not early. Like I well, said, early compared to my... Fr- I thought I was late. Yeah. Uh, I thought I was late too. Yeah. Mine was 17. So. Yeah. It turns out I was early. I started asking my friends. So I was like, wait a minute. Oh, oh no. I'm early. Uh, American Pie had just come out around that time. So it was giving me the wrong... Actually, I saw that movie when I lost my virginity. But... um. Really? Yeah. Nice. Very, very fitting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that movie. Yeah, it's funny. It was literally my role model for... Stifler? My early 20s. Stifler? No. No, it wasn't. Just kind of just the movie itself. Because that's why I was like, I have to go to university. If Honestly, if not for the American Pie, I probably would have just worked after high school. Wow. Yeah. Because I was like, I have to go to university. And then when I went to university, I'm like, oh my God, you have frats here? Yeah. And I have to be at these big parties. I have to blah, blah, blah. Interesting. All right. Yeah. We almost have to go. Mm -hmm. 
So, what are we at? Right, so we still need to fuck. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'll, I'll be yeah. quick. 30 seconds for that. Your usual. Sure. I think we're we're good for, for time on this. We can just say bye. It's funny that we introduced your real name, Rick, here, and then barely used it. So, yeah. it, usually how it goes. But we did mention... Because I just need a name for the for the episode name. Mm-hmm. What would you call this episode? <laughs> We're smoking. No, uh, do not call it that. Absolutely not. <laughs> Oh, that's a fucking good name. I don't know. Ooh, Ooh. damn. Damn, someone's hungry. For yeah. tech. <laughs> I was out of stomach. Uh, all right, well, that's good enough. Uh, let's say bye. Bye, uh, everybody. Bye, everyone. I don't know why I'm waving, but uh, thanks for tuning in. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.